Join us, Ariana and Liana, as we navigate the human experience. The good, the bad, and the ridiculous. Share the adventures of life with us, friendship, laughter, and love. So buckle up, enjoy the ride, and and don't don't forget forget to subscribe. Here at Car Chats, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today, the Boon Wurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hi everyone, welcome back to another Car Chats podcast episode. This one is a bit exciting because we've actually got a special guest do you want to say hello hello everyone i'm jack this is jack my boyfriend it's ariana here by the way liana's still living it up in europe well we're here to talk about our trip to japan Mm -hmm. so we were in japan for 25 days in august summertime yeah very hot how do you feel about that i don't recommend it was too hot it was like 35 every day and yeah. it was, yeah, there was no break. Sunset or sunrise was at like 5 a.m. and sunset yeah. at like 7. So the whole day was hot. Yeah. And especially if you're doing like cities, it's not great. Maybe if you're like at the beach or on the islands, it could be nice, but yeah. it's a bit of a hot time to go there. Yeah. But yeah, we were there 25 days, which I think it was a good time. Yeah, that was a good amount of time. Yeah. Well, actually, I'll just explain where we went. So we started off in Osaka and then we traveled down south all the way down to Fukuoka then made our way back up and finished in Tokyo yeah I think we'll talk a bit about transport first to be honest I'm not the expert I didn't really do much of the transport organization so take it over Jack okay um so in Japan they've got this thing called the Japan Rail Pass or the JR Pass as they call it there and um it's pretty much you can use all of Japan Railways with this pass. So um, that includes all the bullet train lines, but there's specific bullet trains you can't catch. But um, So pretty much you can get the bullet train from the bottom to the top um, with this pass. Um, and then in the cities, some cities are run by Japan Rail. Some There's other lines as well, but you can get around in the cities as well with this pass. And so it's all included. It's very easy to use. So we got the 21 day one which was $650. The prices have just gone up. I think in October yeah. or now they're doubling They've or gone, Yeah, it's gone up by like 60%. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's worth it as much now. Mm. Definitely worth it for us because we used it a lot. Yeah. But no, yeah, that's a really good option um, if you're planning on traveling around a bit. Even if you're there for seven days, um, I think it's probably probably a good option to have a look at. Yeah, I think it was good for us because we traveled really long distances and each of those bullet trains would would have been really expensive mm. to get mm. um, like back and forth because we were on the train for like hours. Yeah. And also like within all of the cities, like there's a lot of JR lines. So you don't have to pay every single time you're like going to say just like a, a local area. Yeah. But in saying that, we did also have to get 
Ikoka cards or, yeah, like, or it's IC? called an IC card. IC yeah. card. So it's basically the equivalent of a Mikey, but you can use it in every city throughout Japan um, and you can top it up anywhere and you can actually use it in like supermarkets or convenience stores as well to pay. So Yeah, and you really can just good. buy it from the stations. Mm-hmm. Just a and, ticket machine. Yeah. yeah, and like top it up with, is it only cash only? Yeah, some are yeah. cash only, yeah. And for actually for the JR, we got it off Kluke. Yeah, because initially we were looking on the Japan Rail Pass site and it was 650 but then there was a $100 shipping fee. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, no thanks. And so we looked on Kluke and it was free shipping. So Yeah, so Kluke is like a, a website and an app. So like K-L-O-O-K. You can book like tons of things on there, like mm. tickets for things or... Yeah, the one thing with that is, so if you buy it through Japan Rail, then you can reserve your um, bullet train or rapid train tickets online prior to actually arriving in Japan. But because we bought it through Kluke, that option wasn't there so um we had to go to the ticket machines pretty much as soon as we got there and reserve our tickets because the trains do fill up especially if you're going a long distance and you have to stay on the train the whole journey it's harder to get seats together or actually have reserved seats for the whole trip Um, yeah so just be aware of that yeah so at all of the major stations you'll be able to see like an area for the Shinkansen, the bullet train, and you can just go and reserve seats. I feel like we always pretty much got seats together, like every time. But we were there also like in August, there's like the Obon Festival. Mm. So a lot of people are like traveling back home to see family and just not working. So it was pretty crowded. So if you're going at like a peak time, definitely reserve because we definitely wouldn't have been sitting together sometimes if we hadn't done that. Yeah. And what else? I mean, we flew with Jetstar. I mean, look. I mean, yeah. On the way there, there was a three-hour delay because of engineering paperwork, which didn't come through, which, yeah, who knows what that really means. Yeah. But on the way back, perfectly fine. It was it was good. Um, And then SIM card, actually. SIM you card. Found this, so maybe yeah. you can speak about so it. I was just looking online and I don't really think you need unlimited data. No. We, we ended up going with one through SIMS Direct and it was 10 gigs for 30 days. 40 bucks well how much gigs did you use in the end i used close to 10 but that's only because in the last week i was like i've used half of the data i'm just gonna use instagram and everything because i may as well leave it all on because we paid for it yeah i think i only used like six or seven and similar thing i just went ham on the last four or five days so yeah um yeah you can definitely get away with 10 gigs if you're going for less than 30 days otherwise oh this one actually didn't come with a phone number it was data only oh, yeah. so um which was fine we didn't actually have to call you just anyone. use whatsapp and we would just well we were pretty much together the whole time but if you're traveling with someone and you're going to be part like messenger whatsapp is fine yeah oh actually the sim card how we booked that in advance as well yeah uh, it actually came from sydney i think and it yeah. came just in the mail in an envelope and under a week it was pretty quick yeah so with that and with jr i do rec- like we probably recommend getting them in advance like mm. how early did we get well yeah so with the jr you get the um it's like a permit that's got your name printed on it it's like a like from your passport you have to upload that as well and then that's what you present to them in japan and so i think it 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 says allow like four weeks but we got it in maybe just over a week two weeks maybe yeah there's no digital aspect it has you have to have the physical thing in front of them 
So take all the paperwork from the JR pass and everything like, yeah. with you because they're going to need to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's everything from transport. Yeah. So, okay. So let's get stuck into the cities. Osaka first. So we were there seven nights. Seven nights, six days. Yeah. I think first of all, we'll just speak about main highlights from the city and then we can speak about some day trips we did as well because it was quite a while to be in one city. Like, definitely recommend if you've got a JR pass as well, use it to your advantage Mm -hmm. and go on day trips. Yeah. So, I think one of our favourite areas in Osaka was the Namba area. We went there quite a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, So, near there, there's Dotonbori Street, which is basically like a huge foodie hub, massive strip with like restaurant after restaurant mm. like at night time there's like the big glicker glicko si- sign and there's like it's just really nice to like take photos and stuff there as well yeah um but in terms of food we had good takoyaki there at a place called wanaka takoyaki so they're like little octopus balls they were really yum it was just a little like stand that you just get to take away yeah and then we had good ramen in more of like a casual kind of little restaurant Hana Maruken, which is kind of cool because you could um, order on the vending machine. Mm. So you get like your little ticket and then they bring your meal out to you. So there's not much interaction. It's so different. That's actually quite common with the vending machines. Pretty easy. It yeah, makes it, it make, takes away the language barrier, which is good. And the other thing on the takoyaki in Japan, it's there's no like seating outside. So you just have yep. to sort of stand awkwardly next to wherever you buy things. That's kind of like the polite thing to do. There's like no like just benches like how we have around the streets everywhere. It's kind of weird. Mm. And it's it's not correct to to walk and eat. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you just got to (laughs) stand awkwardly. Yeah. The culture is really different. Like we had to be pretty quiet on transport and stuff. Like no one really speaks Mm. on trains. It's, It's so different. Yeah. Even just, like, outdoors generally, like, I feel like I have a loud voice and I'll, like, laugh and stuff. And then I feel like I'm really loud or obnoxious. But, like, in Melbourne, I just feel like I fit in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, other than that, in number area, we also went to the Kuromon Market. It's probably about 15 minutes walk from number. Really good seafood. We both tried grilled oysters for the first time. Mm, That'll be yum. So good. Mm. What else? We also got some, like, sashimi. That was good. Yeah. Bit of squid, I think, as well. Overall, it was pretty good. I'd say, like, it's a bit more touristy, so, like, some things are more expensive, but overall, it was still fun. Yeah, and with the Kuromon market, it closes at, like, 5.30, so probably worth being there during the day. And then another area we liked in Osaka, we went to, like, Shinsai Bashi. So, it's, like, a bit of an American district that has a ton of vintage stores. Mm. It was pretty cool. We didn't really buy anything, but... If you love vintage thrift stores, there's so many. Yeah, it was like five or six versions of Vintage Soul or like Retro Star here, there. Yeah. And they were like really good quality as well. Yeah, Um, there was some good stuff. There's just like a lot of little cute alleyways and stuff there. Like you can explore it for hours. Like I've got a little jazz record. Mm. It wasn't even really jazz in the end. It was more like rock kind of. I don't know what it is, like punk rock or something. Mm. Otherwise, oh, you can talk about the like the puppet show thing. Oh, uh, yeah. you booked that. Yeah, so I was just looking up like what we could do in terms of like traditional cultural experiences. And yeah. there's this thing called Bunraku, and it's uh, like a traditional puppet show. So um, there's usually like three people to a puppet, 
and they're like on the stage and then there's also a narrator that sings and then there's a, a person that plays a shima sen i think it was yeah it's kind of like a banjo yeah it was like instrument. a yeah it was pretty cool so what we did was um at this place in osaka's the national bunraku theater they do i think it was two shows per day but then they're broken down into acts so you can buy a single act ticket which goes for like an hour and a half for only like 1500 yen which is like 15 bucks um so that's what we did we just went in like half an hour 40 minutes before the lady was really nice and asked us what we want what we were there for and yeah we got our ticket and it was pretty cool we didn't really understand what was happening because we didn't no. get the English translation. But you, you can get a little like audio guide, like with headphones, if you want it to be translated. But we were so tired and hot and bothered this day. We just kind of wanted to be indoors somewhere cool and have like a different cultural experience. So yeah. it was kind of cool that it was in Japanese. Like, mm. I didn't mind. No, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, cool little theater. And then at the end, they gave us this like little goodie bag that had a Japan sort of like a like a headscarf like a sort of flag kind slash... of colors, but like for a headscarf or yeah. something. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, also Space Station. We went to a little bar and it is basically you can play like different games. So we played like Mario. I think it was, yeah. we played Mario Kart, New Super Mario Bros. Yeah. But there's like all different games. I mean, it is pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not that many spots because there's so many people. Like sometimes you have to wait to play, but mm. it was kind of fun. You just like get a drink and then you can play like as many games as you want. Yeah. It was all like retro games. So there was like a Super Nintendo there, Nintendo yeah. 64. I think there was yeah. like a Sega one. Yeah. It was like all really retro. And that's the thing in Japan, all of those old consoles are in like top quality condition. So it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty fun. It was run by Americans. It wasn't like a Japanese yeah. place. So there was like a lot of English speaking people there. But yeah, it was good fun. Yeah. And talking about bars, actually, just be careful with um, mm. what sake, which is their like kind of... <laughs> it's rice, like rice wine. Wa- yeah, yeah, rice wine. It's super strong. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. We got mm. like 180 mil, which yeah. was like the only size we could get with dinner one That's night. That's a standard size though, 180 mil. I was like, I don't think I was walking very straight No, yeah. That's so strong. <laughs> And the flavors are not like I don't know. My personal opinion, I think it's just like super, super strong. Maybe it would be good as a mixed drink, but straight, yeah. it's so strong. But they drink it straight. Yeah, it's a killer. They have it either warm or like room temp. And yeah. so we were like, we're not having it warm. Yeah. We'll get room temp, and it was yeah, it was. Yeah. Just get the beer. Like the beer is good. Yeah, Asahi is so cheap there. Yeah, you can get it for like literally two dollars or three dollars yeah, from vending crazy. machines, cold. What else? Oh, Pokemon Store? Yeah. Did you like the Osaka one? The Osaka one, we didn't even go in because it was that busy. So there's Pokemon stores everywhere, like in most cities. Yeah. Um, Some have more than one. Yeah. I think Tokyo's got like seven. And because I grew up with Pokemon, I was like, I want to go and try and find a cool Pokemon little plushie that I could get as a memento. (laughs) And... Because there's, like, so many new games now, they don't have the OG ones very much. So, it was, we were on, like, a hunt, and we are going through every Pokemon store. Anyway, the Osaka one wasn't it. Yeah, I feel like some of them are just, like, targeted towards, like, little kids, and they just have all the new yeah. toys yeah. from the new games. Oh, yeah. You got to hunt, and you will find the one you're looking yeah. for if you look yeah. through all the cities. Yeah. But opposite that was a Super Nintendo store. It was okay. It had, like, if you were going there and you wanted something specific, it, mm. it had it. But it was yeah. just a bit like, eh, 
I don't really need a massive Bowser to take home with me. And Bowser in Japan is called Koopa. <gasps> it's called Ko- it's literally called Koopa, like you know Koopa, Koopa Troopa, Troopa from Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah. And so Bowser's it's like Koopa's Koopa. Castle, not so Bowser's weird. Castle. And Toad is called Kinopio. I don't understand. This is just like blowing our mind. We saw this. Yeah, Kinopio really got me because I was like, why are they trying to make Toad sound like Pinocchio? Anyway, anyway. so that was very that was very different. Mm. Um, other than that, Shin Sekai is a cool foodie area. Mm. It's got a cool um tower, Tsutentaku, I Tsu- think it was. Tsutentaku Tower. Yeah, we went tall. to a little knife store there because I actually bought a knife from somewhere else I'll speak about after in Japan. But mm. yeah, there's a cute little knife store. Mm. Yeah, there's a few strips there. There's a lot of food. I feel like yeah. Osaka is just like yeah. for the food. Yeah, easily the best food overall. Yeah. We also went to Osaka Castle. Yeah. And the gardens there. We didn't go in the castle because it was hot. Yeah, and, and it was a line. long line. Oh, we would have been waiting for so long. I mean, I'm sure it would be cool inside. So like if it's not a long line, go mm. for it. But yeah. We were like, we can get beautiful photos outside. And I yeah. feel like a lot of the temples and castles are similar inside. So we were like, we'll just go in another one that's not as crowded another time. Yeah. Other than that, Umeda Station, mm. the underground food hall. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So it's, it's like under, actually a lot of the stations have this in Japan. There's like food halls like underneath and there's just like tons of little kind of more casual restaurants mm. and we had stand-up sushi mm. and it was so good like tuna salmon yeah it was yum yeah unagi yeah for, you, for those unagi friends eel. fans out there unagi ah salmon skin roll Gosh. friends fans will get that <laughs> yeah i don't i've only heard you say it <laughs> But yeah, underground food hall there was really good. Stand-up sushi was fun. And it was cool because you get like a little miso soup with a lot of your meals. Yeah. It was so yum. Yeah. Mm. And what else? Umeda Sky. I think we have different... Yeah, um, so it's this building. It's got like a sort of iconic escalator that takes you up to like a top observatory. Like Eureka Sky Tower kind of. Yeah. We went at night... Uh, I think it was probably better to go at night just because you get the whole lit up city. Ariana thinks otherwise. I think it looks great, but you know, I couldn't get good photos. Mm. My camera wasn't, the saturation, everything was just terrible. And yeah, I don't think for photos, it was great. If you love taking photos, like you need a good setup to get good night photos when it's that bright of a whole city. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was it was really nice at night time. Yeah, it was. The temperature definitely way more comfortable. Yeah. Maybe if you're there another time of year during the day could be really good. Yeah. If it's not like too sunny as well, you could probably get some good pics, but we would have melted during the day because it's so oh, yeah. high. Might talk about one. Oh, yeah. yeah Universal only... Studios. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Universal Studios is how far was it from? From our accommodation, it was like 40 minutes, but we had to yeah. do a, a few um, train a few stop, transfers. Like, yeah. I really recommend Universal. I actually think I I recommend it over Disneyland in Uh, Tokyo. They were both fun, but I really liked Universal because there's more like thrill-seeking rides. And they actually had like built worlds that from movies and things like Harry Potter, the new Super Nintendo. Yeah, they had like Jurassic Park, Jaws. So we booked it on, we booked Universal tickets on trip.com. Mm-hmm. We found those were the cheapest. Yeah, we just yeah, there's so many sites and yeah. they're all fine. But also like book early because I think if we booked a Up month before, yeah, or yeah, it was getting more expensive because it was obviously selling out because it's summer and it was popular, mm. like school holidays and stuff. Yeah. So definitely book early. 
don't just think you can kind of rock up and get tickets. Like, it's really busy. No, yeah. You actually, I don't think you can Yeah, rock I don't up know. That's even, tickets. like, an option. Um, It's so crazy. Like, expect to wait two hours sometimes yeah. for a ride. Yeah. When you get in, the first thing you got to do is... Make sure your, you have the Universal app yeah, as well on yeah. your phone before. Before you get there, download the app. The only way you can get into Super Nintendo World is with the um, timed entry pass. It's for free. But you just got to get on the app straight away. We got there, I think, at 7.30. I think 8 a.m. we secured like 1 p.m. or 1.30 for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like a time slot. It's it, The park like unofficially opens early every day. So yeah. we got there early, but it was already open. And so you can sort of, if you get in there early, early, then you can like beat the whole process of getting your pass through the app and you can just go straight to Nintendo World, but we were a bit too late. So then we got it, what was it, like 1.50 or something? 1.30 or something, yeah. Which was good because it meant that we could kind of plan our day Mm. and where we wanted to go around that time slot we had and we knew that, like, we wouldn't miss out. Yeah. So then we ended up going Harry Potter and then... Harry Potter was good to go to first because the times were so much longer later in the day. Yeah. The Forbidden Journey was good. Mm. I enjoyed that ride. Yeah, that was a good one. Butterbeer, recommend as well. Butterbeer was great. Worth the wait. We probably so waited 25 young. minutes for it. Yeah, well, but there, it was inside. So, so there's nice. Butterbeer outside in, in like, like kind of like a van in carts. Yeah. yeah. And that has a crazy long line. But we went into the one that's like in a restaurant. Yeah, it's it like the three, three broomsticks, I think. And you like sit inside. So you have aircon and it's like literally the same price and you get a seat and a table. So mm. much better. Mm. It was yum. Yeah, it was yum. It's kind of like a buttery sort of like vanilla with a bit of like spritey kind of to taste. To me, it gives, I think it's like a spider. Um, other than that, flying dinosaur roller oh, coaster. Oh, that one is like scary. So you're basically facing like, you're like downwards. Um, like you're, as if you're, you're horizontal. Flying. Yeah, as if you're like flying. Yeah. And it just like shoots off. It's so fun. It goes so high and then you just like free fall and going upside down loop de loops it's actually really fun other so i'm fun. scared of the first drop but after that that was pretty cool whereas i'm like let's go again 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 <laughs> again i love i love them yeah. the roller coasters um other than that hollywood dream, hollywood dream was, was, was good. a good roller coaster yeah, that had like a 40 meter drop that one was the biggest drop there that was fun mm, that was good uh, i think that's probably and you, oh that one you get to pick a song oh yeah so like i <laughs> i think i picked shake it up <laughs> there was like Tales five week. options and so Happy by Pharrell was one of the options. And I ironically chose that because I was not happy. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, come on, Jack, just get out of your head. It's going to be fun. It was fun. It's just the drop. I'm scared. Yeah. Also, like, warning with some of the rides. Like, after the first ride, I actually felt really sick and nauseous because it was like a, yeah. a 3 the forbidden journey 4K one. one. Yeah. yeah. Just be careful with those. Like, maybe don't do them back to back because, man, I was like, mm, yeah. I take Hydrolite if it's, like, a hot day. Yeah. And with Nintendo World, so we... It was so cool, by the way. It, yeah. You the walk in and it's like... Ever. It's like literally being in the Mario games. It's yeah. crazy. There's two rides in there. There's, like, Yoshi's Tour, which is just, like, you're sitting in Yoshi and you're going, like, super slow around the whole thing. It's not really worth it. We yeah. didn't We didn't go on that one. But we did go on the Mario Kart Cooper's Challenge... And so you go in Bowser's Castle and that was sick. Like the whole built world of Bowser's Castle is awesome. Yeah. But we waited two hours for it. and maybe longer. And it wasn't worth it. It was was like a Mario Kart ride, but you had like VR glasses on. But the problem was 
you couldn't really see much through the VR glasses. You were supposed to, like, shoot things and actually play a game, but, like, we had no control. The game was kind of just doing it for us. And it wasn't that we didn't understand what to do. It was just, like, not that good. Yeah. That one's not worth the wait. Like, it is really cool. If it's, like, half an hour, definitely do it. Oh, yeah. But for, like, two hours, I was like, we could have gone on another roller coaster that was more fun again. Yeah. Like, because you're not actually driving. Like, it's it's going on its already predetermined path. Like, you're in a big Mario Kart with three other people. And you're just kind of looking through these glasses, just, like, pressing buttons on the steering wheel. So you're not really able to You're not in control of anything. So, anyway. Overall, recommend Universal, though. Such yeah, a fun day. Still go. So worth it. And the food there was good. <gasps> the food was good. We went to... We had... Oh, we had, like, a For lunch, cold it was noodle like, yeah, salad. Yeah. It was so yum. Mm-hmm. Dragon Pearl. Is that the place? Yeah, that was it. Good memory. That was so yum. Did we get pizza? Yeah, dinner was pizza, <gasps> and it was actually yum. Like a mushroom and the prices, and The prices weren't, like, Melbourne overpriced, feeling like you're getting scammed 20 bucks for a souvlaki at any event. <laughs> it was actually, like, good quality good price yeah and it tasted good and it was a good serving size size. and you got a drink and chips with it it was amazing no scamming in japan and the food is just good everywhere like even at like a theme park and like the water like don't worry so much like if you don't have water whatever like in the vending machines it's still like max two dollars at a theme park yeah don't stress about like having to pay for like a six dollar pump bottle no (laughs) yeah no there's no rip-offs good they do food right in japan so, other than Universal, we did do a few day trips from Osaka, all using our JR Pass. Mm-hmm. So, my personal favourite was Himeji and mm. Kobe. So, we yeah. went to Himeji first and then Kobe on the way back to Osaka. Yep. Um, so, in Himeji, we went to the Himeji Castle, which is so beautiful. We went inside and it's basically like a ton of like little staircases that lead you like all the way up to the top with a great view. Yeah. And it's like super old with like dark floorboards and it's just like, I don't, it's a little bit of a haunted vibe to yeah, be it honest. Yeah, it is a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Would recommend. After that, we just had some lunch headed toward Kobe. Yeah. So Himeji is 30 minutes from Osaka south by bullet train. It's basically like being on an airplane, but it's just a train. Yeah. You don't even feel like you're going that, that fast. No. Um, and the seats are, are probably more comfy than an aeroplane. And you got way more leg room, which is nice. Yeah, and heaps of room for luggage too. So where do we go next? Kobe. Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Oh, this was one of my favorite afternoons. Yeah, this was like surprisingly unbelievably good. The best day we didn't even know yeah. would be this good. So I am nature obsessed garden obsessed flower obsessed i love photographing the outdoor world oh my gosh we went to the herb garden Mm. in kobe so basically we took a ropeway all the way up and saw like a view of the whole the harbor yeah so (laughs) beautiful the funny thing was we got to the ropeway and we're like oh I don't know if it's going to be worth the money. And yeah. it was only like 20 bucks. We're like, 20 bucks just for a ropeway. And We're then like, eh. best, best like 20 bucks we spent all trip. So we went all the way up and basically you can walk all the way down, like through all different gardens and like a big observatory. And like, it's just so cool how yeah. they've laid it out. Or you can get like the ropeway down as well. So we walked probably halfway down, like walking through all the gardens. Well, yeah, we walked through all the gardens. We, we oh, couldn't yeah, have we seen any more, yeah. Oh, yeah, true, because then we... Oh, and then from the midpoint, we got the ropeway all the way back yeah. to... So you can um, walk all the way down, but it takes like four hours. Yeah. There's sunflower fields. Oh. 
I was like in heaven. Also, we got lavender soft serve. Yeah, that was actually good. That was a great experience. Yeah. yeah. Soft to creamu, as they say in Japan. It's everywhere. It's better than Macca's one, though. Oh, way better. Yeah. And it has more of a yogurt taste. It's not super vanilla-y. No. It's really good. It's and like you get, there's so flavor, many flavors. It's so good. Yeah. The texture, yeah. Mm. So then, to be honest, in Kobe, like, I don't think there's a lot really going on there no. besides this herb garden like makes the day yeah and then like having the kobe beef which Ooh, is like yeah. the well-known like is it like wagyu I don't it's know. the highest grade beef that you can have in the world we had kobe beef at Steakland. land steak randu it sounds like a very kind of it's, like, it sounds like tourist. a chain it sounds like like grilled it's like the grilled of japan yeah but to be honest the quality was but, still yeah. amazing i hadn't even eaten beef in like years because I'd, be, I'd been pescatarian for ages and I was vego before but for this trip I was like I've got to eat meat just try all of the food in Japan and it was it was definitely worth it oh yeah marshmallow soft oh like, so yeah soft. got like a, a good like it was like 180 grams worth of steak yeah. each and, and they then, cook it on a hot plate in front of you yeah it was mm. yeah it was pretty cool and we got like um salad and veggies bean sprouts veggies a soup some rice that was that was worth it, and it was very well priced, and we got like a full on meal. And yeah, I guess we're not like beef crazy. Like we didn't need no, to go and like have some Michelin star Kobe beef. No, no, but it was so good. Like easily the best meat I've ever eaten in my life. Melt in your mouth. Oh yeah, so soft. You could probably not chew, and it would just go down. So for oh. all those gummy bears out there oh that don't God. have teeth, have some Kobe beef. <laughs> that, hey, that kind of rhymed. Teeth and beef. Hey, there you good go. Job. I'm a poet. Um, other than that, another day trip. So we went to Nara. Mm. I personally really liked this. It was kind of a bit of a nature day. So yeah. we walked through like the Nara deer park. Yeah, Nara is very famous for its bowing deer. Imagine deer just like everywhere, like in front of like food stalls, like, like actually just everywhere. walking on like walking on the road. Like I have a video of it walking across a crossing. Yeah, a deer. They're just everywhere. Yeah, and. It is a bit weird because they have these crackers for like a few dollars to feed them. We were like, this isn't really ethical. I don't want to feed deer crackers. Mm. It was still good to get photos of them and with them and they were very cute. Yeah. The deer knew when you had to, well, they could obviously see yeah, when they, they people bought crackers. Yeah, they attack Yeah, they did. With, with crackers. There's people screaming everywhere like, ah, the running away from deer. Yeah. The Todaji Temple, which has the giant Buddha. It's kind of like three massive, massive statues. Yeah. Within the temple. So you need, you have to pay f- to enter this one. Yeah, but I think it was only like 500 yen. This like one's, five bucks. yeah, this one's really worth it. Definitely go in. Mm-hmm. Oh, also we, I think this was back near Nutter Station. We went to a place called Gruncha. So G-R-A-N-C-H-A. Mm. And we got mochi, which is like a traditional Japanese sweet. Yeah. And it's kind of like a jelly-like texture on the outside yeah. with like a filling in the middle and the matcha one. Mm. Oh my gosh. So this place, Gruncha, has different like intensities of matcha mochi. So you can pick like really strong flavored like green tea because I love matcha. So I got like the, a really intense one and it was amazing. But even the sweeter one was good. Yeah. The highest grade one for me was not that bitter. Yeah. So it was fine. Um, yeah, so that's Nara. Mm. Nara is also, it's only about 40 minutes by a rapid train, so also very easy to get to. Yeah. Um, so we also went to Minu Falls one day. This was to do like a bit of a walk, I think kind of like a little hike, I guess. Yeah, mini hike, yeah. To get there was, you had to get a, uh, 
I don't think it's called a private railway. It was just like a different train line. Yeah. It wasn't covered under the JR. It's kind of like a, reminded me of a rainforest walk mm. trail. So yeah. we kind of like walked for, I think it was probably a few hours mm. in total. And we walked to this mini sort of falls, like a little waterfall that had a nice red bridge. And like on the way on the walk, there was like a temple. Yeah, it was just peaceful. There weren't many people around. Yeah, it was nice. And you could get like, there were little stalls where you could get like an ice cream or something. Yeah. yeah it was a good getaway from the city. And like yeah. the tra- like walking up there, there were lots of little um stores like for pottery and stuff like that. So if you want to get something more local, I think it's a good place to maybe buy something like a woven basket or pottery. Now moving on to Kyoto. So we spent four days here, two days in the city and then two days doing day trips. Mm-hmm. On our first day, we went, we walked through like the Kiyomizu area and saw like the Kiyomizu Deda Temple, which is really cool. And there's like a bunch of gates and just like a beautiful view. Yeah. There's a lot of pottery there as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like a walk through alleyways and stuff. And then when you get to the top, there's like a massive temple and gates. And then there's like a view of the whole city. It's Mm. really nice. It's like bright orangey red it's like a fiery red yeah it's almost orange yeah Yeah, it was really cool yeah and like on the way walking up there there's like another huge temple shrine that you see as well and there's it's kind of like a little village area there's just like pottery everywhere you can get ice cream like all little cute shops yeah it's pretty busy but it was nice yeah really nice if you love matcha we got the best matcha like icy pole from this place as we were walking down maleb Blanche or something. I don't know. They're all like French. Mm. So much French. A lot of French places in Japan. <laughs> so M A L L E B R A N C H E. Such a good matcha icy pole. So we also went to another day. We went to the bamboo forest, mm. which is pretty like well known. If you like Google Kyoto, it'll usually probably be the second photo that comes up. Yep. And recommend you go there in the morning because we were there literally like after 9am and there were already a crowd behind us starting to fill up and you want to get cute photos and videos so go early yeah how did we travel how long did it take to get there uh maybe like half an hour 40 minutes yeah Yeah. it wasn't too bad and the area around there was kind of cute as well that bamboo forest though it's just like one avenue it's not it's a strip it's just like yeah, yeah like a 150 meter strip of bamboo other side that people just walk through it's, yeah it's like you can't see it walking up to it it just kind of happens yeah it's pretty cool but it is it doesn't like you don't need that long there no nah, you don't yeah that afternoon we went to king kakuji which is basically a golden temple yeah. like it's literally painted gold it's pretty cool oh, we were there and it was like raining yeah it just felt so it and was there's like, like a so little lake around it and there's like the little pitter patter of the rain yeah Nice. Some good videos there. Mm. As you like walk past the temple, there's a little spot you can do a tea ceremony. Yeah, yeah. Which was really nice. Recommend that. Mm. I think it was literally five dollars. Yeah. And you get some matcha and a little sweet, and you just get to like relax and do something cultural. It was good. Yeah, it's nice. Other things in Kyoto. Oh yeah, Nishiki Market. Mm-hmm. We weren't there that long. No, we weren't. We just kind of walked through at night, but it, was, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Got some good gyoza. Yeah, they were very young. Mm, probably yeah. the best gyoza we had all trip. Also, Pontondro Street is a really cute alleyway that's near, like, along the Kamagawa River, like, parallel to it. It's a cute alleyway. It was Everything was pretty much shut when we were there, but I'm sure when it's open, like, it would be buzzing and very nice for photos and stuff. 
and Hana Mikoji is like on the opposite side, mm. very close to that as well. And it's like an old kind of, there's just like wooden houses, like old Japanese style houses. Yeah. It's a very pretty city, Kyoto. There's a lot of traditional yeah. areas and it's just nice and very, very different to the rest of, of the country. Yeah. Like everyone's, we- like so many people are wearing um, kimonos mm. around as well. So you can hire one there for like the day or a few hours as well. And a lot of people near the Kiyomizu temple were um, just wearing kimonos and getting photos and stuff which yeah. was cool mm. yeah we also did go to the pokemon center in kyoto it was better but still didn't have so any we just of the pokemon need almost like a pokemon um segment sponsorship right now we went to every store in the well, country yeah. all right so moving on to some day trips from kyoto so my personal favorite was going to uji so uji Oh my gosh, if you love matcha, you need to go to Uji, okay? Mm-hmm. Basically, they make like 60% of the world's matcha powder, which is actually crazy. And you can go here on JR as well. So no extra like costs if you've got a JR pass. Yeah. So we had an iced matcha latte from this place called Tsujirai Honten. So T-S-U-J-I-R-H-A-I Honten. Oh my gosh, you get to like add from this like this matcha kind of liquid that's sweet. Yeah. You like add the amount of sweetness you want to your matcha latte. So mm. it's like perfect to your taste buds. It was, it was yum. It was elite. And this place was kind of. It's like hidden away. It was like a 10 minute walk from the station, like in this yeah. sort of random little spot. Yeah. I just, I found it just, I think it was from like TikTok. I actually found this one. Yeah. We just like walked around. And it was kind of felt like you're in like a little rainforesty area in a garden. And then you just, I was like, is this where we are? And then you just like go inside and you're like in the middle of nowhere. Inside was really nice. Yeah. So I recommend going there to get a matcha because it's also a bit quieter. Mm. And then to buy matcha, you can buy it from that store. But like there's the main well-known matcha powder store is Nakamura Tokichi. And this is where I bought matcha powder that I've actually tried since coming back. That's literally insane. It's so good. It's very busy. Like, you can do a tea ceremony there, but there's probably going to be a line. Long, long line. Yeah, so we didn't do it. But if you love matcha, definitely buy matcha powder from there. It is the best you're going to get in the world, and it's not even that expensive for the quality. Nope. And what else did we do that day? We went to the Fushimi Fushimi Inari Shrine. That's the uh, You've probably seen all those red sort of gate-looking things online. Um, They're called Tori Gates. They're very common around Japan. Um, they usually lead up to some sort of like temple or something or a shrine. And yeah, so these are the red ones that are quite famous and it was quite busy. We were there early again, probably nine-ish. Yeah. And it was pumping. As you, The further you go up the mountain, the less gates there are. So some people do choose to climb up the whole mountain. You can like go for a hike basically. Yeah. And so we probably did like the first sort of 15 mins and then there's like a little break and people, a lot more, most people were go- kept going all the way up and... We were like, well, it's just more gate. Like, we've seen yeah. a lot of gate. And too hot as well. Yeah, and so, so we just yeah. went back down. And it was actually quite nice going down because there was way less people and you were still going through the gates. So we got yeah. good photos. Yeah. So back down, unless you photos. really, really want to go all the way up, I would say just go the first sort of 15 and then go back down. Yeah. The first part is much prettier anyway. Yeah. That's actually really easy to get to. Like, opposite 
the shrine is the station. Yeah. Like, it was so easy. It was just, like, everything in Japan is so convenient. Like, yep. This was just the best. Like, literally, we're like, oh, there's the shrine. We don't even have to go on Google Maps. Yeah. So. You just followed the people. Oh, actually, we went past Lake Biwa mm. also. Japan's largest lake. Yeah, it was kind of like a big port, it reminded me of. like you. I think the further you go around, you get to some beaches and things. We just kind of went to a bit of a nowhere spot, but it was still nice. No, yeah, we just went for a walk. There was like hardly anyone there relaxing, just walked along the water. Mm. Um, so we also went to Nagoya. Yeah, Nagoya's cool, everyone. Go to Nagoya. Yeah, this was awesome. We went to the Toyota Museum. Mm. You know, maybe or talk about this. as it was called, Toyoda. Da. It used to be with a da, not a ta. Well, Mr. Toyoda yeah. was his name. That's right. So originally, Mr. Toyoda was, I feel like I'm saying Yoda. Yoda. Um, he was involved with like textiles and things and like... Making cotton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like the original factory where all that happened and they've got all these machines of, what is it, like harnessing yarn? And then, so that's half of it. And then the other half is is the cars and it was pretty cool. Yeah. It kind of takes you through... The whole history of Toyota and... You get to see a lot of, like, cars as well. Yeah. So, it was, like, half the day and that was really good. Yeah. Worth it. And we also tried one of the chain restaurants in Japan, Ichiran. Mm. Which it's a ramen is, chain. Yeah, a ramen chain. And you basically order on a vending machine and there's, like, no human contact. Like, yeah. you order on a vending machine and then you go up these little stairs and you sit in a booth mm. and you just... Like a single booth. They lift up this little, like, flap pass you your ramen close it and then there's all these little wooden um like like instruction yeah cards. Kind of, yeah instruction cards it's too loud or i want more you know i want an egg or i want more noodles or something and you don't yeah. even have to speak you literally just give them this mm. and you order by like ticking what like, this I little think you, sheet yeah you, you sit down and there's a little sheet. sheet of like how much onion do you want like, it's so funny. do you want it to be spicy how do you want your noodles chewy or soft or something yeah it's like and there's a water tap there in yeah, each booth. It, Unlimited water. I don't know. Like, it wasn't the... The ramen was average compared to other ramen. Ah, uh, yeah. Had, it wasn't the best. But it was a cool experience. Definitely. So, from Kyoto, we traveled to Hiroshima. It was about two hours, I think, by bullet train. So, Osaka to Kyoto was like half an hour. And then you go back down to Hiroshima, two hours. So, Hiroshima was, like, a pretty cool historical place. We saw um, the site of, like, the atomic bomb. Mm. So, there was, like, this massive building that was kind of, like, still standing. Like, it was just, like, obviously brick and, like, fallen parts. But it was still standing, which was pretty cool. So, when they dropped the bomb, it's called the Atomic Bomb Dome. I believe it was a government building. And it's the only building that was left standing after the bomb detonated. Yeah, and so it's like a there's like a little dome sort of structure that's left, it's and kind it's of like really metal protected or and yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool. Would recommend the whole park there. So there's a massive memorial park for the atomic bomb. It's so beautiful. Like yeah. you can just spend ages walking around the park, or like even having a picnic there yeah. or something. It's really nice. Mm. And there is a, me- a memorial museum there, but when we went to line up, the lineup was 90 minutes to 120 minutes. Yeah, I think it's an atomic bomb memorial museum. Yeah, yeah, that's but too long. we instead went into like a memorial hall mm. where you could see like victim names and things and walk through, which was... Yeah, that was, was still good. Like That, that was, was still amazing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Would recommend. Mm. And definitely like go into the museum if there's not a way. Oh, yeah. We would have. Oh, it would be totally worth it. We also went to 
Miyajima Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get a train from Hiroshima for about half an hour, and then you get a ferry for like 15 it's minutes. It's like 15. Um, and that's actually all covered under the jail pass, which is nice. And it's so, so pretty. Mm. Like on the ferry, there's basically just like 360 views of mountains and you can see the big, the Itsukushima shrine, mm-hmm. which is the shrine at Miyajima Island, which is like immersed in the water. So it's like kind of, it's like a big gate, the Tory gates we were speaking about before it looks exactly like that but it's like in the water if the tide isn't all the way like if the tide's out you can actually like go under it so i walked under it took Mm. my shoes off and i was like in the beach and yeah it was really cool yeah would recommend especially on not not on a hot day not on a hot day because we were a bit tired and pissed off at each other and we're like we're hungry and yeah there's a bit of hunger involved yeah there are some little kind of like markets and food stalls also on the island. Yeah. Which is pretty cute. And a lot of it's covered by like tarp kind of thing. Like it's covered. So like it's not super sunny. Mm. But yeah, I would recommend exploring and walking around there. There is another like temple or shrine or something, but we didn't go into that. Like which is near the shrine that's in the water. Yeah. I think there was like a, the, the lineup that we saw was just for a photo though, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. It was like a Probably. photo looking out with the shrine oh, in the background, yes. but you could yeah, you're right. it was like in the temple. And it was like a ridiculous line. In Japan, lines are so like normal and people just sit in them for ages yeah. and that, that's just considered a normal thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because we're just not used to that. Like we no. make a booking time, we come, we sit down, have our food. Like they literally will wait two hours oh, in yeah. the heat so to get patient. a bowl of ramen. So, so patient. And in Hiroshima as well, forgot to say, for dinner, we went to Okonomiyaki Village. Yeah. Like, you go up these stairs and it's kind of like a food hall, but just Okonomiyaki. And, <laughs> yeah. they, and it's like each little stall, it's like a different, like different people run them and they just make Okonomiyaki like different types yeah. on hot plates. Mm. But the traditional Hiroshima one is with yakisoba, so like noodles. Yeah. Uh, so we got Okonomiyaki, which is a... It's like a Japanese pancake yep. made with like cabbage and egg and yeah. And they made us the traditional one with noodles literally on a hot plate in front of us. So mm-hmm. we could like film it and it was so fun. We just ate off the hot plate and it was really good. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen Ariana smile so much in my life. I was so excited. Like the food, the taste and the flavor wasn't the most mind-blowing thing we'd had. Yeah, the food but it was, was like 7 out of 10 compared to other food. just the experience of it was like, wow. Everything. I just love when you're like fully immersed and you learn how to make it. And yeah, it was fun. We did also go to the Pokemon Center in Hiroshima. Um, Everybody Again, won. okay, but... It was a mediocre one. Didn't have what I was looking for, which yeah. you're going to find out is a common theme with these Pokemon Centers. Yeah. Maybe I'm just picky. Maybe maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> Anti-hero. T-Swizzle always pops up in these episodes. I'm a converted Swifty. So now moving on to Fukuoka. Do you remember how long it took to get to Fukuoka? Uh, I think it was an hour and a half from Hiroshima. Wow. Yeah. Great memory. Again, by bullet train. All covered on the JR. Pass. JR Pass, yeah. In Fukuoka, we had one day where we kind of explored the area. We went to the Kushida Shrine, which looks similar to the Fushimi Inari Shrine we mentioned mm. earlier. That was kind of cool. Yeah. We had a little maple leaf sweet mumaji, which is known, well known in Hakata. For all you swimming buffs, 
the uh, World Championships oh. of Swimming were in Fukuoka yes. about two weeks before we were there. And we saw two of them. We saw two American athletes walking to this shrine, but I don't know. We, we didn't know who they were. It wasn't Katie Ledecky, for, for those who know who Katie Ledecky is. I don't even know, so... She's a swimming legend. Anyway. Anyway, so also in Fukuoka, we went through this mall that's kind of like an outdoor shopping arcade called, I think it's like Cuddle Cutabata. Mm. And they have like traditional fans, they have pottery, and it's just like really colourful and there's like art as you're walking through. Recommend having a walk through there, quite close to Canal City. Canal City. Mm, which is like a pretty cool, would you say it's kind of like a shopping centre, but it's more like an outdoor Yeah, there's vibe. like four buildings making up the whole sort of city shopping district. Yeah, but there's like amusement like activities for kids, like there were like water. Yeah activities going on and then there's like restaurants food and shops so mm. that's pretty cool yeah um also in fukuoka ohori park mm. it kind of reminded me of albert park yeah, it lake is a bit like that yeah there's like an island in the center so you can like walk through a park in the middle that's like on the water and there is like a little shrine with a um pagoda where you can take some photos like with the city and the lake oh the best ramen, the best we ramen had that we in purchased. In yeah, we had another ramen yeah, that was stay superior. Tuned for so that. Yeah. Stay tuned. But this ramen, tonkatsu ramen, which is pork ramen, pork so, bone broth. Yeah, so the yeah. pork bone broth is really intense. But you have to go to this place called Hakata Isoen. Mm-hmm. So Hakata and then I S S O E N. You need to go here. Like you this do. is. You will wait outside for half an hour, but once you like, sit down, your food will arrive in two minutes. All I was thinking whilst I was like eating this was, I am so glad I came here and decided to eat meat on this trip because Ooh, it was yeah. all for this. It was just like... The creamiest soup broth oh, I've ever yeah. had in my life. Yep. Depth of flavours. Oh, I can't even... The pork We, we actually so sat good. in a park afterwards for like 45 minutes just debriefing the entire <laughs> meal. We were I'm, in shock. Yeah, it was insane. I think that's pretty much all the Fukuoka mm. city centre kind of yeah. recommendations. Mm. Do you want to talk about Beppu? You kind of planned Beppu, how we were going to get yeah, there. Yeah, so Beppu is like the hot spring capital of Japan. Um, and in Japan, they call hot springs onsen. It's a traditional sort of Bath. naked bathing. It's a very, yeah, it's a very culturally appropriate thing to do. People go there, have their little refreshing little bath. A little dip. Yeah, in the morning, whenever. It's a very normal thing. Um, it's quite cheap as well. Um, so we went to Beppu, which was about two hours from Fukuoka. We got on the Sonic Rapid Express yes. train. Yes. Um, it was just, it was like dark blue, like Sonic. But yeah, so we got to Beppu. We went to like this really traditional old one. Assumed that towels would be provided because that's what we read online. But this one actually didn't have towels. Yeah. So recommend you take a towel. Just in case. Yeah. So then we ended up buying a cheap little towel, which actually turned into a good little souvenir. Yeah. Because um, I had a little print of the place. The normal sort of way to do it, which Ariana didn't quite understand how to use the onsen. But you go in for maybe a minute or two, max. Oh, maybe. Maybe three. Max, Five if you're I a profesh. If you're really feeling like you need a, you know, a cleanse, go in for five. Usually one or two minutes, jump out. Yeah. Wash yourself in the cold water that's also there. So you need to be like clean before you enter the hot bath so you'll see all of the just kind of follow i guess what yeah, the locals so you, are doing as well you like, walk in it is gender separated so you walk in undress yourself then you get a little bucket sprinkle yourself with some hot water to prepare your body or cleanse 
yourself. Yeah. Then you sort of get in for a minute or two, jump out. Then you're supposed to <laughs> cool yourself with some cold water from the tap. And then you just kind of chill, sit on a little stool, wait for a minute, five minutes. Just Yeah, go in again things, if you want, but always like come out and evaluate. cool down and get the cold water again. Yeah, and then you just kind of repeat that process however many times you like. So that's what I did. And Ariana didn't quite do that. Yeah, so my experience, I thought, I, I don't know, I was excited by it. I I like wash myself and everything and then I got in the bath and I was in there probably at around the six or seven minute mark of just sitting in the hot water I was like oh I'm starting to get really dizzy but I was like no 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 like this is what you're meant to do yes it's called heat stroke (laughs) I was like you know this is what you're meant to do like I'll just sit here um a bit longer because Jack was like oh I'll probably meet you in like 15 minutes because we were obviously separated yeah 15 minutes thinking in out in out rest Yeah, so when he said 15 minutes, I was kind of like, okay, cool. So maybe he'll be in the water, like 10 or so at least. So I just kind of kept staying in the water. And then I was like, shit, I think I'm going to like actually be nauseous or like throw up. because you boiled yourself. Oh my gosh. I stayed in nearly 15 minutes and I came out. I couldn't even walk up the stairs to get changed. Like I was literally on my knees and there was a French girl in there. Bless her. She was like, oh my gosh, like, are you okay? Low-key trying to help me, but we're also naked. So super awkward with a stranger, Mm. especially when they're not a local. So they've also never done on this yeah. and then I just had to like basically sit on the stool near where my clothes were and just like put, I literally put my clothes on my wet body because I actually couldn't even open my eyes because I was that dizzy seeing stars to like use a towel to drive myself so why did we even get the towel but anyway so I finally got changed and then I literally like basically passed out outside the toilet in like the main foyer And, like, I'm not, like, a disrespectful person, Mm. but I literally was lying in front of the toilet, which I know it sounds disgusting and it also sounds really, like, annoying, but I actually couldn't move because I was passed out. When I walked up the stairs... Heat stroke. I saw... The way I describe it is she looked like she'd been shot but also melted at the same time. Um, And it was quite concerning. I was, like... She actually couldn't move. Like, she was mild... I, paralysis. No, I really thought I was like, I can't move or I'm just going to, I I just kept seeing stars. Yeah. And I was seeing a little bit of stars as well. And I'd done it in, out, in, out a few times and really cooled myself down. <laughs> and I was struggling water. a little bit. If you go to an onsen, do it properly. And also, I don't know that I would personally never recommend doing it in summer if you've never done it before, because I think even if I stayed in like five minutes, I think being the person I am, I still would have felt really nauseous yeah. and unwell because it was like over 30 degrees outside. Yeah. But do, like, it's a, it is a cool cultural yeah. experience. Like, like the whole naked it. thing wasn't even an issue. No, like, it wasn't You don't that. even think twice about it. It was just the heat. It was like a sauna plus boiling water. We yeah. had to get hydrolyte so that after was, that <laughs> yeah. and icy poles. Oh, gosh. So that was Beppu. Yeah. Oh, we also did another day trip mm. to Nagasaki. So we finally got to actually go into the a different atomic bomb museum. Oh, yeah. which Before was... we talk about that, Nagasaki is about two yeah. hours again from Fukuoka in uh, a different direction. I think it was southwest maybe. And so they actually recently just finished the bullet train line to Nagasaki. So it's about an hour and 15 on a rapid train. And then the brand new Shinkansen which was pretty cool. It was like mm. super, super new. You could still smell the newish train yeah. smell. Um, and even the station when we got off at Nagasaki was like super new. Very modern. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, we went to the Atomic Bomb Museum, which was cool. We were able to get mm. in this time. Definitely recommend 
Oh yeah, for those that don't know, the US dropped two atomic bombs, one on Hiroshima first, and then I think and it might have been a couple of days later. Three they, days later, I think. Yeah, they yeah. dropped another on Nagasaki. And it was cool because I just watched Oppenheimer as well. Yeah. So it like really fit in with the time. So definitely recommend if you're heading to Nagasaki to check that out. Yeah, definitely worth it. And also Nagasaki is just like super pretty in general. I actually didn't expect it to be one of my like favorite places. Like It was very, very picturesque. Mm. I'll also recommend to get the traditional cake of the area. It's called like Costella cake. And we went to this it's kind of like a restaurant, but it's like for desserts, like a bit fancier. And it's called like Shawken Honten, and it's been around for like literally over 300 years. It was like... It survived the bomb. It survived everything, but no, it didn't. But no, the name <laughs> the name did, okay? And it's been like rebuilt in the same spot, which is pretty cool. And yeah, it's basically like a vanilla kind of cake, but it's actually really yum. Yeah, it was, yeah. We'd recommend going there. It was nice. What else did we do? We we went to... We went through Chinatown and... Um, it was nothing special. We went it was this, cool, but... Yeah. There's... Yeah. Uh, because it's such a, like, a port town, there's a lot of sort of different establishments there. So there's a very heavy Dutch area. It's kind of yeah. like a European sort of avenue way with some bridges It kind of things. feels like you're in Europe with, like, little alleyways and, like, Dutch colourful buildings. Yeah. Yeah. So then around that area, there's like this place called the Sky Glover Garden or something. We didn't actually go in, but you took this elevator all the way up and it was really, really, really high. Um, And basically there's like a view of Nagasaki. So like imagine it's just like water city with like mountains surrounding and 360 views. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. The Glover Garden actually looked pretty. We didn't really have time, but yeah, yeah, it it looked nice. Sure, it would have been nice. If you have the time. Go in, check yeah. it out. Yeah, but this was very cool because we looked up and we were like, oh, yeah, we're definitely not going to go to the top just to take photos of the view. But then we realized there was an elevator because Japan is just like that. There's an elevator just outdoors of to course. help you get to the top. So nice. So recommend that. Great photos. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend like having a picnic or having lunch or something up there with the view. It's really nice. Yeah. And what, we went back down. Oh, there's trams in Nagasaki. Yeah. Yeah. And in Hiroshima. Only two places we got trams. Yeah, everywhere else was And they look like trained. the old like city circle trams here in Melbourne. Yeah. The inside is more modern than any sort of public mm. transport we have in Melbourne. Yeah. And they run Insane. on time, which is really nice yep. and reliable. So anyway, that's Fukuoka. All right, let's move on to Fuji, the good old Mount Fuji. Do you want to, do you want to explain the trip to yeah. Fuji? So this was a bit of a nightmare. So the estimated travel time from Fukuoka to Mount Fuji was about eight hours, or eight and a half hours. We were going to get a train to Kobe and then change to a train to Tokyo and then get a local train to Kawaguchiko, which is the lake around Mount Fuji. Because the trains are actually booked out at that time, we ended up having to get a really early train at like 6.20 in the morning. Um, And we were about a third of the way, maybe almost halfway to Kobe. And our train stopped at a station for about 25 minutes, which was really strange. And the day before, a typhoon had actually gone through the north area so like Osaka to Tokyo I think it missed Tokyo but Mm. it had already gone through so it turns out there was another storm that had caused some flooding and a little maybe a tree rains and storms yeah tree might have been across the tracks further up near Tokyo and that had halted the entire train system all the way down to the bottom yeah so we ended up sitting at a station for three hours 
And then they we waited for 25 minutes at one. Then we waited somewhere else for three hours. Three hours. And all in this time, like, we, like, needed to get, like, water. Because we had no water left because we just had our water bottles and you can't top up on the bullet trains because it's just, like, when you're, like, in a plane. Yeah. Like, it's just, you it's can't like actually, it's not water. drinkable water. Yeah. So I had to be, like, okay, do I risk it? And, like, run down full into the train station to, like, fill up our water bottles and then run back up. Because what about if the train leaves? And, like, I did do it, but, oh, the stress. Yeah. I was really breaking Ended up sweat. having, like, an hour to spare, but yeah. <laughs> it was fine. And then, so then we finally got to Osaka and it was just mayhem. There was people everywhere. Wild. No one knew what platforms trains we were going to be leaving from. There was like thousands of people on platforms. Yeah. It's just, just a waiting. guessing game. And so we ended up picking a random platform and we just waited. Just praying that a, like a train was going to rock up that's yeah. going to Tokyo yeah. so we could get on. So then we waited two hours on the platform and a train arrived. And it was like the oh. fastest train called the Nozomi. And so it sat at, at the platform for maybe, 25 minutes. Maybe longer yeah. even, at least half an hour. We were just like constantly in preparation mode to get on this train because if we didn't get on this train, yeah, it was like we each wouldn't make person it to Fuji. for their own. Like we had to, I really think I had to use my luggage I've, and elbows oh, to get us seats. I've never seen women try, like it was just like they turned on aggro mode. Yeah. Like, Pushing, shoving, just full aggression. Using I was, their, I was scared. Using their kids. Ariana to, like, just bit. She got in and was off and got us seats. And I was I there. Got I was like, seats. Oh. I just ran. They had their whole bodies in the door and yeah. their bags were three meters behind them. And, and their they had kids their arms. With the arms out. Oh. Yeah. But we got seats, which was amazing. We got on and it ended up taking about three hours to get to Tokyo. And then we got this like nine o'clock train oh. to Fuji. Um, and yeah, we ended up arriving at 11.52 at our yep, accommodation we'll forget that and time. we were quite scared that there wouldn't be check-in allowed at that time, but luckily, um, they we managed to get onto them. Yeah. Yeah. But of note, when you go to Fuji or if you're going to go to Hakone as well, which is another area around Fuji, there's a three day pass, which I don't think is very common because, um, whenever we showed it to like the train people or whatever they looked at it the they were like time. is this covered like yeah. do you need to pay so it was like 90 bucks and it was like unlimited travel train travel around those areas and i also got you some discounts at a couple of other spots as well mm. so maybe it wasn't worth it in the end because we thought it was free entry to a couple of other things but i think overall it probably was worth it because it was just like it was probably going to be similar cost probably with or without the pass but yeah. It was just, like, easy to have it. Just gave us freedom for those three days. Yeah. We stayed, like, at a accommodation. It was called a ryokan, which is, like, a traditional Japanese sort of house. Oh, it was so beautiful. And, yeah, it was so pretty waking up on the lake. Yeah, so it was a bit disappointing that we weren't there, like, for the afternoon and dinner, as we'd hoped, because mm. we got there so late. But we did enjoy, like, the morning. If you go to, like, the Fuji area, definitely recommend getting a spot where you're like say on the lake with a really nice view yeah um, and the ryokan was actually super comfortable like the oh, yeah. futon beds it wasn't like just like sleeping on the hard wooden floor like it was super comfy and there was free coffee i loved that, that that's a big win apparently <laughs> there was yeah we wore little kimonos and got cute photos it was so yeah. fun and definitely recommend yeah yeah, so we woke up and then we kind of just expo- explored the lake. We sort of just like walked around. Yeah. Well, we actually couldn't see Fuji because it was yeah. too cloudy. We couldn't see it, but we knew it was there. Yeah. We kind of spotted the We location. could see the base <laughs> of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's pretty damn big. It was still beautiful walking around the lake. Basically, it's like 360 mountain views yeah. and just water. It's so, so nice. Scenic. Yeah. 
We even played some. Well, Jack played at a baseball baseball practice nets. It just like throws balls yeah. at you, and you like twenty five balls them. for yeah. like five bucks. It was pretty fun. But otherwise, I don't feel like there's anything really specific there. We kind of just had a relaxing day, like walking around the lake and yeah. looking at the v- nature and views. Yeah. Then we went back to Tokyo, checked in, and then the next day. We went to Hakone, which is, I feel like it's a bit of a less known sort of place. And so it's like a, another lake. So Fuji has five lakes and Kawaguchiko is one. That's where we stayed the, the first night. And then Hakone, I think it's called Lake Hakone. Yeah. And that's another one. It's got some good touristy sort of things to do. The volcano. Yeah. So well, we'll get to that. We'll, the first thing we did was we went <laughs> to a shrine and then there's this uh, boat cruise Sightseeing cruise. That's part of that was part of our um, pass. Hakone pass. Yeah, yeah, and so that took us from sort of one end of the lake to the other. We actually got to see the the tip of Fuji, and we got some photos when we were on a cable car, which was pretty cool. Yeah, so we got off the cruise, and then you go on a cable car up to this volcano that was called mm-hmm. Yao or something. Anyway. I mean, I feel like if you Google Hakone, yeah, it'll, it'll the, come the volcano is going to come up. It's pretty awesome. It's like well known for these black mm. smoked boiled eggs. Mm, hard to be honest, eggs. yeah, they didn't taste smoked. Tasted like a normal hard boiled egg. It looked like just a an egg that was dyed black, and it tasted like an egg, a normal hard boiled egg. It could be a scam. It wasn't smoky flavor, but it was very fun. We got a little bit of salt on the side, but it just tasted like a normal. egg. It was a normal egg, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. We had a volcano view, so yeah, was that was good. Pretty cool. The cable car like basically goes like between the volcano. Mm. Like you're kind of like going through it. It's actually very cool, and the views are really nice. Like it's definitely worth going all the and way. And that up. was all included in our pass as well. But Hakone was a yeah another great day. really pretty place. Yeah, would recommend. And we are down to our last destination, Tokyo. Woo woo woo. Because I'm a Disney fan, we're going to start by talking about one of our days in Tokyo, Disneyland. Mm. So we book tickets on getyourguide.com. Not sure why. Maybe it was cheaper. Recommend getting there early. As in, like, before opening time. Just look at the time the park opens that day. Well before. Get there a good half hour before because there will... Yeah, probably more because there will be a crowd of people. Yeah. Yeah, this was pretty cool. I think Universal was still number one, but I... Disney was fun. It's just more, like, family fun oriented. Very, family. There's not really thrill-seeking rides. No. But I do recommend the space... A uh, hyper like Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Yeah, that was cool. And there's Splash cool Mountain for Ariana, as well because Space Mountain felt for me like it was about to fall apart because it's 41 years old. Yeah, it was. It was and it's rickety. About to shut down. It was rickety. But it, to be honest, it fun. felt like it was about to oh, fall it's, down. It's Japan. I trust You're it. in pitch black and you couldn't see where you're going and you could hear the. Yeah, creaking. that's the fun. It's the adrenaline rush that you might fall to your death in no, darkness. No, 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 no. <laughs> The Splash Mountain was Splash also Mountain fun. Was probably the best. Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain. They that really was love also them. Great. <laughs> they love their mountains in Japan. We also did a bit of a wilderness train ride. That was a good little break. Mm. That was yep. that was nice. The Star Wars ride, which is called Star Tours, probably for licensing mm. reasons. That was similar to like the Forbidden Journey, sort of yep. like a four D experience thing. It was pretty cool. 
We did that first yeah, up. Yeah, we also did the Monsters Inc. Yeah, that one was poster. good. That was hide cool. and go seek. That was yeah. really fun. Yeah, that was that was like a great one. I liked the little uh, Pinocchio ride. I'm a bit of a Pirates Disney of the fan. Caribbean as well. <gasps> Pirates of the Caribbean. That was one was awesome. Yeah, it was like the animatronics was like real Being people, incredible. and it was like super realistic. Yeah, Disneyland overall was great. That recommend staying for the parade. That's later. Yeah, it's a Dreamlights uh, Parade. The parade is very cool. Yeah. And it was on at like 7.30, I think. The merchandise, bit of a letdown. Wasn't really anything that sort of stood mm. out to us. Usually, you know, there's a nice little keychain, but even they didn't really have even like Toy Story stuff. It was really yeah. like classic Disney, like princesses. Oh, you didn't even say about you that you could go into the castle. <gasps> So we went into Cinderella yeah. Castle. That was pretty cool. Like yeah. I got to put my foot next to like the glass slipper and sit in the throne and it takes you through the whole storyline of Cinderella mm-hmm. um, through the castle. My personal favourite is Belle and unfortunately the Belle Castle had an over like two hour wait or something. So yeah. we couldn't go in the Belle Castle. We didn't castle. know that it was the best one. Yeah, if we knew it was the best, we actually would have probably waited and just done it. Because other things we did throughout the day were probably, like, not our favourites. Um, but, yeah, I think, Belle, you, like, go through, similar to the Cinderella, like, through the whole story, but you're on, like, the teacups. Yeah. You can still get a photo at the front if it's crazy, though. I did. Yeah. Of the castle. Very classical Disney experience. Not much new stuff. Don't expect there to be, like, Marvel and Star Wars everywhere you look because it's not. I'd still I'd, I'd still probably go again to a different Disneyland yeah. to experience it. Definitely go on the Belle's Castle, though, if you go. Um, and there was also a good thing. I don't know if it's going to go on past this year, but it was like their 40th anniversary. Mm. Um, and so you basically got a free fast pass for a ride every two yeah. hours. So we were lucky. We got one first for Space Mountain and then yeah. we did it again two hours later for Big Thunder. So, so that's all through the app. So basically probably skip like most of oh, the line. and It's you're just actually the... just a fast pass. Yeah, it's it so good. Saved ourselves 45 minutes probably both times. Yeah. Look out for that. Get the Disneyland app. Make sure you're familiar with the map as well. Yeah. Another recommendation for a museum, like an interactive sensory museum, Team Lab Planets. Mm. So there's multiple Team Labs like in Japan, but we went to Team Lab Planets in Tokyo and I thought this one was pretty cool. Yeah. We booked on trip.com. Um, 40 bucks. And, and for like a 9 a.m. slot, which is the earliest. Personally, booking the earliest is good because it's not as crowded and if you get there like a little bit before your time slot there'll already be a line so you want to get there so that you're kind of at the front because you want to get really cool photos in all of the different um exhibits yeah and all the different exhibits if you want to if you want to see some cool photos of what you like you can produce go to lewis hamilton's instagram and look at his um most recent photos yeah it might not be most recent by the time this goes up but he went to Team Labs Planets and it was his photos are pretty cool. Yeah. And you can you can get those photos. Or look at Ariana's Instagram as well. <laughs> at SoFoodi. <laughs> SoFoodi with a Y. Check it out. I shared some pics and a little video, I think, on my TikTok. Yeah, so it's really, check out. really cool. Probably one of the best things we actually did on our trip. So I recommend. Yeah. Fully immersive exhibits, um, lights, yeah. textures. Yeah, mirrors. LED lights everywhere, mirrors on the ground and on the ceiling. Do not wear a skirt or a dress. Yeah, otherwise you do be flashing people. Yep. And we could talk about it forever, so we're not even going to go into yep. it. But just look up Team Lab Planets and you'll be going. Next is Kapabashi Street, which is like a knife district kind of mm. in an area called Asakusa. 
So my family loves cooking once again at So Foodie it's, for more. Yeah, look, <laughs> plugging probably myself the best food I've eaten in my life in this house. Oh, so. thank you very much. Yeah. Um, we are about to get to the best food we've eaten in our life. Ari's soon, chicken. That's but... right. You heard it here first. It's a secret <laughs> Check recipe. Check out the ebook, everyone. It's coming. So Kappa Bushy Street if you want to get a knife, is cool. There's also great little stores. We got the best soy sauce vinegar yeah. we've ever so in our lives. Like they, We fully got sucked into their marketing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just taken away. They had me on a ride and I, I was there for the whole thing. Anyway, so that area is good. We Should we say who we, we were there oh, with? So I actually have a Japanese exchange student who lived with me when I was... Back in high school, her name is Chiaki. Chiaki. Chiaki was basically our Hi, Chiaki, Tokyo tour guide, which is was so helpful and so exciting for us because we hadn't seen each other in years, and we pretty much got a local tour of Tokyo, which was so cool. good, so good. Um, actually, I need to share one of the best places she took us to, which was a place I was already aware of, but she like insisted that we go because she'd also been there, and this is the best. Matcha ice cream. Oh, yeah. In, I, I'm going to just say in Japan, or the world. Oh, okay. It's called, ahead. the place is called Suzukien Asakusa. And you need to get, if you love matcha, you need to get the, they have all different ranges of like matcha intensity of flavor. Yeah, similar to the mochi we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You need to get the strongest one if you love, love good matcha because it, trust me, it is not too bitter. It is still incredible. The number and, seven. Yeah, number seven. That's right. And the black sesame pairs with it perfectly. Guys, this is probably the best ice cream. One of the best ice creams I've ever had in my life. Mm. And the fact that it was like a matcha latte in like sorbet form mm. is just like wild to me. So go to Suzuki and Asakusa, please worth it where else did we go happy oh, pancake happy pancake mm. so this is in hara harajuku area happy pancake is basically the big fluffy japanese pancakes that you've seen around they're like quite popular now in melbourne too yeah this was really good like super fluffy yeah and it takes them like ages to make because they cook it on super low heat and they cover it as well mm. to let it like rise because made with egg whites oh it's so good it was really good. I got a chocolate one, kind mm. of like too much chocolate. It was still really yum. Yeah, mine was like a cheesy thing with berries. Mm. Really good. So recommend. And it's like not expensive for these yeah, really ja- yummy foods. It's so affordable and it's like a full experience as well. Like where are you ever going to find these like amazing fluffy pancakes? Yeah. Like, you realize so cool. we pay way too much for good food in Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. So another area we explored is Ginza. Mm. So there's like a cool no car big strip here that has heaps of like designer stores and like big brands, but also just the coolest Uniqlo that's like 12 stories high. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of underwhelming. Yeah, it's a little, yeah, it was a bit underwhelming, but it is cool when you walk in. They've made it like into. It's like animated clothes. You feel like, I feel like I was in Disneyland Mm, in Uniqlo. Mm. Still cool to see. Um, so oh, that area was cool. We, so fitting rooms in Japan are a bit different to yeah, Melbourne. So yeah, you yeah. have to take your shoes off, which is a pain in the ass. It is. But respect, so I'll do it. But <laughs> yeah, taking my shoes off to change, like try on a t-shirt, fine, I guess. Yeah, it was, it took a lot more time. And I'm slow enough in a, in a <laughs> fitting room, so... 
<laughs> I'm pretty speedy, so it's okay. But yeah, it's all right. I think it's a man thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Another area we went to was Nihon Bashi. Mm-hmm. This is like a ton of huge department stores. There was also one in particular that was like really old building. and like Takayashi, I think it was called. Yes, and inside it had this really massive, like, sculpture. Mm. It was actually very yeah. cool. In Nihonbashi, we also went to the largest Pokemon store. And just a little <laughs> Pokemon update, I forgot to say, in Fukuoka, I actually found a Pokemon that I wanted, and so I bought it. For those of you who know the Pokemon Mew. Yeah, I didn't I have, before I saw Mew, but she's cute. Uh, is she? Okay, well. Oh, hey. Oh, it, they It's cute. been given it a gender now. Yeah, so I got that. And I was really happy. Um, but we still went to the other ones just to see if they did. And even though this was the biggest one, it still just wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. They just weren't. They were just really underwhelming. I mean, I'm not a Pokemon fan, but even I was like, oh, they could have done a lot better with yeah. like the layout and just everything. One thing they did get right were the statues. Yeah, the statues They were cool. were cool. Good for photos. But just when you got in there, it just wasn't it. Bit, bit disappointing. Yeah, I agree, even as someone who's not a fan. Where else? Ooh, so very well-known area, Shinjuku. Ah, yes. So we actually stayed in Shinjuku. Yeah. It's a pretty cool area to yeah. like walk around. There's a lot of restaurants and like... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah very hustle-bustle. Yeah, it's very, very busy. We stayed right near the Kabuchiko Tower. You can Google it. The reason I'm saying this is because in that tower... On level mm. two or three. Yeah, forget Cooper's we're... challenge at Super Nintendo World. Yeah, we played Super Mario Bros. That was Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mario Kart. <laughs> we played Mario Kart. Like, how do I explain it? Like like an arcade. Like a, so, you know, like arcade when you, video games. Yeah, like in a chair, you, like you're driving a car. Literally, yeah. And it was a million times better than the actual ride that we went on. So basically, go to Shinjuku area, get off at the station, go to the Kabuchiko Tower. And pay your 200 yen, which is $2. And and play play Mario Kart Live. And you get to verse like the person next to you. So you verse each other. It is so fun. You're like full in control with pedals, steering wheel. So fun. Hitting each other with shells, the full shebang. Yeah. Next area is Shibuya. Hmm. Probably have heard of this from the major Shibuya crossing. That's right. Which is very, very cool. We went into the Starbucks on like, which is by the crossing. It's like on level two and could actually see the crossing from like above and took some photos, which was pretty cool. Hmm. Watching like everyone move in different directions. Got a good little video. Some of you might know Shibuya from The Office when they do Shibuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shibuya. Roll call. My name is Kevin. Yeah, that is my name. Never yeah. thought, My ne- name never is Kevin. Because that. that's my name. Roll call. Still going. It goes on for 10 minutes. That's why I remember it. <laughs> oh. um, what else in Shibuya? There is a huge Disney mm. store, which is a few levels high. There was actually some cool stuff in there. Really nice. Recommend you go and check it out. Well-designed store. Spiral staircase. It was pretty cool. Yoyogi Park. Ah, yes. In Shibuya is very pretty park. Mm, it's quite right big next as to well. right next to where they held the 1964 Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. That's a massive park. It's like Central Park sort of vibe. Just yeah. massive, just planted in the middle of the city. Yeah. Um really peaceful. Walk through there in the afternoon and it's it really was nice. So nice. Yeah, we almost yeah. fell asleep in there. Until we got bitten alive by mosquitoes. Yeah. No, yeah. Akihabara is another little district, a technology district. Yeah, it's like the anime sort of technology central of Tokyo. 
There's plenty of secondhand tech stores and yeah. like kind of recycled, upcycled goods, which is pretty cool. If you're if you're heavy into anime, like Japanese anime, not not so much Pokemon and Dragon Ball and things like that. It's more like real, like heavy niche anime yeah. things. That's gonna be your home. You're yeah. gonna love it there. We also saw a movie, which mm. I think is something that I probably recommend. It oh, was, yeah. That was really fun to see a movie, like, just in another language. Yeah. So, we went to the Toho Cinemas. Yeah, it's the main chain in Japan. Woo. And we saw Sandman. It was pretty cool. Sand who? Sandman. Sandland. Sandland. Sorry. Sandland. <laughs> Sandland. Anyway, don't really understand, like, the full story. Got the main picture, but it was good. No, yeah, I thought it was really good. I you could understand the, you could the under- story because it was like animated and stuff. Yeah. It was quite simple, but obviously, like I didn't really know what was happening half the time. Uh, you, yeah, it was fun. It's so fun to yeah. do that in another country. Just watch a movie mm-hmm. and minimal ads as well, and everyone leaves at the end at the same time. And it's really quiet, so you can't be loud with like your popcorn and drinks. And like. when you buy popcorn or drink, they give you this little tray that fits perfectly into your cup holder, and so you <laughs> yes. have this like little table that you can put all of your food on why is that not in melbourne i know why is it not everywhere village hoyts palace up your game yeah chiaki my exchange student i mentioned earlier actually took us to have some like a traditional food from like the kanto region which is like in tokyo around tokyo and it was called monjayaki which is like a kind of similar to okonomiyaki the japanese pancake but it's has like this really distinct flavor mm. and we ate it like off a hot plate it was kind of like just this big kind of rectangular shape on the hot plate yeah and we just like ate it together like all sharing with yeah. just like a little kind of knife eating it off that and it was so yum so yeah. google like monjayaki m-o-n-j-a-y-a-k-i monjayaki it's so go. good oh Best recommendation for Tokyo was the cooking class we did. Ah, yes. So, Jack booked on buy food. Yeah, I was just looking randomly and we are like, we need it, we got to do a cooking class. And so, I reckon two days before, yeah. I think I just found this and it was 100, well, it was 10,000 yen, which is about 100 bucks, which compared to cooking class with Melbourne is pretty damn cheap. Yeah. And it included um, a ramen cooking class and then we also made gyoza and it was with Chef Yoshi. I'll tag their Instagram in the caption of the podcast so you can mm. find them. But Lunan Weber is their yeah. like name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we went to the station. They like met us at the station. We walked to their little house. Yeah. And it was a private class. Literally just, just the us. two of us yeah. for hours with them. So good. Learned how to make ramen. They were so friendly. They gave us some t-shirts. Yeah. Um, we got to wear these cool little aprons. So now we know how to make gyoza and the ramen that we made. It's the best food I've ever eaten in my entire Lich, life, hands yep, down. Easily. I can't even explain the creaminess of the broth. The, we even like blowtorched this pork to get a smoky oh. flavor. <laughs> there were like the woodier mushrooms, the the egg, the salted oh. soft boiled egg. We learned how to make... Oh, wow. It's just... Oh, 10 out of it's 10. Just an, it's no, just a soft boiled egg, but it's like, I don't know what's in the yeah, water in Japan. Yeah, that egg. So good. And they were so kind. Um, we even went to the supermarket after and they mm. helped me buy like some like condiments and spices that I wanted to bring home to my family to make Japanese dishes, which was so kind. Like they went out oh, of their yeah. way to do that for us. Yeah. It felt like getting like, a, it was just like a private class. Yeah, it just felt like we were at like Hang our out. friend's house yeah. and we were just, they were teaching us how to cook food. It was yeah. Young and it was yeah, oh. amazing. Best thing we did all trip. 
Should we talk about what we did with Chucky at night? When we yeah. did our handheld yeah, yeah, yeah. fireworks. We did. Mm. Um, it's like a traditional thing to like bring in the summer mm. with like handheld fireworks, which is Kinda just like, like sparklers. Yeah, it's just like sparklers. Um, which you can just buy from <laughs> Don Quixote, which well, is like a two dollar shop. <laughs> um and yeah, we just went to a park and there were like a bunch of kids as well, like young kids, just doing it with their parents and yeah, it was pretty fun. Also, I know Jack just mentioned, what is it, Donkey? Don Quixote. Don Quixote, that one. Also recommend Three Coins. Mm. It's another big shop, kind of like a $2 shop sort of thing, but they just have heaps of stuff and it's all really affordable. So Yeah, and Daiso is uh, Japanese and so Daiso is in Japan. Mm, everywhere. Yeah. That's Tokyo. We also did a day trip to Yokohama. Mm, which is technically the second most populated city in Japan, even though mm. it's like half an hour from Tokyo. Yeah, it just felt like another big city, to be honest. Yeah, it just felt like an extension of Tokyo. Yeah, and we went to the this Nissan. Yeah. It was kind of like a showroom, I think. Yeah, it was, it's, it's like where Nissan's headquarters are, for like the worldwide headquarters. Yeah. And on the bottom floor, there was a showroom, and it just like showcased all of their current vehicles that they yeah. sell in and we in could Japan. go in yeah like, sit inside all the different cars it was fun yeah it was pretty cool yeah and all their cars there look so different oh. so it was really exciting the back of every car is like just flat yeah yeah if anyone ever saw back in the day there were these things called nissan cubes yeah literally a cube looking car that's like 90 percent of the vehicles driven and they're all like really narrow and just kind of rectangular shaped they're just yeah. practical it's everything's practical yeah um, what else? In Yokohama, we also went to the Red Brick Warehouse, mm-hmm. which is kind of like another lot of like food stores again, yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, and it's on the water, so you can see all of the ferries and cruisers on the port docking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was nice, relaxing, get something to eat. Yeah. And I think that is everything. Mm. Wow. 25 days in Japan. Or should we say how we got to the to the airport? You can. Yeah. Go ahead. So, very easy to get to the airport. There's a number of ways to get there. The okay. cheapest way cost us like 12 bucks, I reckon. 15 yeah. bucks max. And it was just like a slower metro train that sort of just made its way out there in about an hour and a half. There is a... If you have your JR... So, our JR pass expired by the time we had to go to the airport. But there is a rapid express service that runs under the JR Pass um, that gets you there super quick. Yeah. And actually, while I'm here, I might just quickly talk about my favorite places to get matcha lattes because I'm obsessed with matcha lattes and I had no idea where to go before going to Japan. So you need to save this and like write this stuff down if you love matcha lattes for when you go to Japan. Nana's Green Tea is like a franchise that's all over Japan, but it is not like a Starbucks. Like this is 10 out of 10 matcha. It's a little bit on the sweet side, but I'm not a sweet tooth and I still loved it. The normal traditional ice matcha latte is perfect. We tried Mm. the Genmai matcha latte. Good, but just get the traditional iced matcha latte. It's like 10 out of 10. Um, I already mentioned the one in Uji earlier, but another place to get r- that we got really good matcha was Saijoen, like S-A-I-J-O-E-N. They have really good ice cream soft serve and really good iced matcha latte. Where was, where was that one? You know how we got soft serve and then sat on the top? Yeah, with that, so that was in With Nagoya? A- yeah. Yes, in Nagoya. So if you go to Nagoya, go there. That's in Nagoya. I don't know if it's elsewhere. You can. It might I don't be. Know, yeah. It might be. Nana's green tea is pretty much everywhere and very 
reliable and mm. never let us down. No. Um, where else? So I mentioned, I'm just going to say it again, Suzuki and Asakusa, best matcha ice cream in Tokyo. You need to get black sesame and matcha. And then for buying matcha powder, mm. Iporo, I-P-P-O-D-O, matcha powder. There's like a big store in Tokyo, I think. Is it in the Ginza, yeah, it's near Ginza. in the Ginza area? And you can just buy amazing quality tea bags, like all different types of green tea and matcha powder. So go and enjoy. I wish I could get matcha lattes like that every day. You might, you may or may not get matcha out like I did, but if you really, <laughs> truly love matcha, it's so good. You will be in heaven. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to head over to car.chats on Instagram. Give us a follow. Liana puts lots of effort and love and creativity into our Instagram. And also check out the notes from this episode. I'll tag where we did our cooking class and a few other bits. But yeah, thanks for being a guest, Jack. It was fun. No worries. Thanks for having me. And don't forget to drive safe.